Ooh, I'm Kara, and I like rom-coms. And my name is Jared, and I like driving at night. Ooh, but you know what we both love? That would be the natural charm of being poor. And this is... Just kiss already. I literally, I literally almost broke because I was like, "This is so good that this is coming out in early September." <laughs> you were one month away from the spooky one. It's fine. It's fine. Ah, jeez. I mean, we gotta be spooky. This is a spooky episode. Yeah, Return Betty of the spooky. Mac with Nikosawa. Welcome, uh, Black Magic Club, or uh, just one, just one member of the. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Nikosawa. Yeah, our resident spooky boy, more than just a throwaway character from That's, like episode three. He's. We love to bring him back. We oh, love yeah. to bring them back. We love to bring Renge back. We love to bring <laughs> everybody back. We love to also retcon his hair and eye color. Yes. They'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, haha, just kidding. <laughs> In this episode, he has to like overcome his fear to get what he wants that's right and they do it in the most blunt way possible by literally just being like oh you're afraid of this we're gonna like we're gonna immerse you yeah it. you don't like the light we're gonna shine a flashlight literally in and we're also gonna say evil beam while we'll do it because we're yeah yeah we're yeah, cool yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah we're mean <laughs> <laughs> we're not your friends yeah 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 so have you ever had a time where you were like i'm scared of something but i am just going to go deep end <laughs> um it wasn't the intention, but yes, mm. because I do not like needles at all. I've never, I've never been like the kind of person who like wanted a lot of piercings or anything like that. Like I've always been like needles, <laughs> not for me. <laughs> um, but then I suddenly decided that I wanted a septum piercing. <laughs> yeah, and it was kind of like a. At first, I didn't decide that I wanted it. I mentioned it to somebody else being like, I think this would look good on you. And they were like, I think it would look good on you. <laughs> and it like planted the seed in my head. And I remember being like, oh my God, but I can't because like that's needle. And it's mm. like a bigger needle than for like an ear piercing. It's mm. like a, it's a spooky needle. <laughs> yeah. And, but I slowly but surely it just like stayed in my brain and I realized I really wanted it. I bought a fake one and tried it on and I really liked it. Nice. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. And um, this is, so uh, this is a 14 gauge, which mm. is, if you know, that's a, it's a, it's a, little, it's a thick needle. Um, I literally sat there and I had like one of my friends was back in the room with me and I was like holding her hand in like a death grip mm. and I laid back and he like did the thing, found the clamps and I was so afraid that if I moved it would like mess up and everything would be terrible. Oh. So I just like stone cold laid there, bam, piercing happens. My face is blank and there's just tears running oh. down the side of my face because oh I'm just freaking out. Um, and I remember the first thing that I thought when I first, like, the needle first made contact, because it was like, you know, sharp pain, needle, it hurts. Yeah. My first thought was like, oh no, this is what it's going to feel like forever. Oh. This is how piercings feel. They're just constant pain. 
no. <laughs> Which it went away like super fast, and then I had to a piercing. Everything okay. was great. That's not what happened. <laughs> Holy shoot. But I thought that. Uh, and then to make matters worse, he made a comment. He said something that was funny, and I wanted to laugh, but I was afraid that if I, like, actually oh. laughed and moved my face, I would mess it up. So I did the laugh where you just kind of blow through your nose, and I just poof, blood. Oh. <laughs> and he was like, well, now you're making it look worse than it is. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry. Oh. But now I have a super cute septum piercing that I've had for a couple of years now. I got this done in like uh, 2016. So mm. I've had I've had this baby, even this little nose ring. And she looks cute. Uh, and I don't think I'm like not scared of needles anymore. But I do want like more like ear piercings. Oh. And I'm not as scared of the idea of them. Because I'm like, well, I did the nose. So like, <laughs> really, I can do anything, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I can't confirm it does look great for Thank our you. audience at home. Thank you. Also, great thing about this one is you can't see it happen. So, like, I, mm. it's not like I can look away. I can't see my nose. Oh. So, just, there was no fear of that either. Unintended nice. bonus. Yeah. Nice. How about you? Are you uh, getting over your fears lately? Uh, Jumping oh, in the deep end? Like, I didn't I didn't think I was super afraid of heights. Uh-huh. Like, I've always been just kind of nervous about, like, edges or, like, you know, falling. Yeah. Uh, but I went to one of those indoor rock climbing places recently and like they start you out on like the most baby baby <laughs> like oh it's your first time here okay hook yourself up to the auto belay and you're just gonna climb up half a wall you'll be fine it's like 10 feet maybe yeah I got I was so scared and I didn't like trust the auto belay uh-huh. so I climbed up and then I climbed back down and I was like great <laughs> I got this like I've done it, it I did fantastic. it good job me and then immediately went to like the next lowest difficulty course uh-huh which was like 5.6, I think. Ooh. And... I don't know what that means at all. It, it's weird. The system <laughs> starts at 5. Okay. 5.0. Sure. And then it goes to like 5.13. And you're like, mm, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe a 6 was in order somewhere in there. <laughs> but this place only had like 5.6 was their lowest. So it's like they okay. start at low intermediate. And yeah. then they go all the way to like hellacious. Ooh. Uh, but I climbed up all the way and like... So you would you need to look down before you like jump off the wall so yeah. you don't you know make kick sure anybody. no one's down there. Yeah. <laughs> so it was the scariest thing in the world. I was I was hanging on to this wall with like all my limbs, and I just sort of let go with my hands and my feet were like still tented up against the wall, <laughs> and then I just slowly leaned back Here until it was like. And let me down uh-huh. and then after that first one i was like great this is fantastic i'm having a great time and like I, by the end of it i was racing the friend who i went with we would time each other oh, on like the easiest wall good. to be like who could do it the fast i lost Ooh. by like 0.9810 10 of a second like, damn it yeah next time ne- next time <laughs> but it was a great moment of like wow as scared as i was two hours ago is how much fun i'm having everything's now. great now yeah i think it's rare you get like such an immediate confirmation of like, yeah. wow, I have faced a fear. Yeah. Because a lot of our fears are more abstract. That's true. It's sometimes hard to face certain ones. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you can't really, like, if you're scared of ghosts, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Ouija board? I don't know. No help, chief. <laughs> or if you're scared Out of, of like, hands. not having the love of a family member. <laughs> I'm terrified of, I don't know, being alone in old age. <laughs> oh, good. That's a, Yikes. That's, that's a popular one. Anyway, I just put a needle through my nose, and you just climb to the uh, top of a thing, so yep. it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we can face all those other things if we can face those. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh. Uh, 
Um, this time we do have a little unconventional theory because our our main boy mm. this episode is scared of the light. Yeah, and it's little. It's a little. It's a little out there. No, it's a little high concept. He's always wearing say. a dark cloak and a black wig for some reason. I don't. I didn't understand the to point. To quote, hide from the lightness of his own hair. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I just thought it was for the aesthetic. Oh, like, yeah. You you can't go, you gotta go full goth. You can't go just a little. No, no, you gotta be full trad goth all yeah. day. But this is goth for, like, a reason. Yeah. <laughs> because we start with, like, a little a little girl who I was like, oh, this is Tamaki's sister. She comes in and she looks suspiciously like Tamaki. You're like, obviously. Yeah. And then she straight up is like, Tamaki, brother. And you're like, okay. And he's like, I think you're confused. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's not yours? Like, uh-oh. <laughs> Who could it be? Who could it be? The only other person here that has blonde hair is Honey, yet for some reason we didn't point that out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was being like, Honey, how about you? And then I saw he had brown eyes, and I was like, mm, mm-hmm. you're on thin ice. I found it very funny that they're like, well, she did go for the only blonde person in the room, and I was like, Honey, Honey he's has right blonde there. hair. He's right okay, it's fine. What if he's like just secretly not a natural blonde? Oh, my God. Like... He's wearing a wig this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> how did we not know? That would be pretty funny. But surprise, our black magic friend is actually the older brother of this adorable, blonde hair, blue-eyed baby girl. Yeah, and you know, I never thought about it, but he does go to super rich school. Yeah. And they're like, we're his maiden butler, the yeah. two people who pop out from the He, like, room. lives in a castle. <laughs> yeah, he's like a descendant of, like, a, a Russian family. He has, like, a fancy, like, self-portrait yeah. that, like, takes up an entire space of a hallway. Yeah. You know how it is. And the sister, Karimi, has been looking at it and being like that's my princely brother yes and then that clashes with the reality of him dressing in black to hide from the sun though i will say i find it very funny because it's kind of noted that like this is like prophesized <laughs> child who ha- is in touch with the dark magic yes. and blah 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 and why his portrait isn't also that way it's <laughs> like <laughs> they painted him in a dark room with night vision <laughs> <laughs> Should have been a bright uh, yeah. green painting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, it's it's this very episode funny. is like very like you could take some of the dialogue and be like, oh, this is Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, they're just like the darkness and the one who is prophesied. Yeah, 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 yeah. The one you know who walks in the light. Basically, the, they can't be in the same room at the same time. She's afraid of the dark, and mm-hmm. he's allergic to the light. Yeah, they mention that it's psychological but then also it seems very physical so we don't actually know yeah. if he can't touch the light like the maid is or not. the best character that this show has had oh, so far oh yeah because oh, yeah. the maid puts all this shit out there and goes or not <laughs> maybe <laughs> <What do> we- <laughs> kind of like i so i heard yeah and they're like oh did they really say that she's like no i made it up right yeah, now she gives everything like big names and she's like you, you like that i just came up with that yeah shit. that's just off the dome <laughs> so you know just completely flexing I'm all day practicing you know yeah, yeah people say i'm a writer yeah <laughs> <laughs> very good which another thing is that their maid and butler both have this like similar dark goth aesthetic and i'm like so you're telling me yeah. that kidding was not raised in a goth household like <laughs> how did how did this happen? Hey, you put your fangs in before bed, <laughs> mister. <laughs> Just love this, like, Adam's family. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Except both the kids are blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Uh, 
So to help him overcome his difficulty so that he can be the big brother for his sister. Yes. Because Tamaki has just full-on supplanted him immediately. Yeah, he's like, he takes a second to be like, but, you know, I you have an actual bro, whatever. But this child is so cute that he's like, screw it, I'm your big brother, I love you now, you're yeah, mine. Excellent. I will never let it. you down or let you go. <laughs> and Kyoharuhi is like, yeah, um, you should consider the things you say to children. <laughs> Especially ones who might be emotionally vulnerable. He's like, you should maybe think about the promises that you make. Um, and also consider you're just kind of stepping into family right now. Literally. <laughs> and but so it's fine. They call on the one person they know who understands character growth. Oh my god. Here she comes. <laughs> She's laughing like a goddamn goose for like it's, a minute and a half. It's like a full minute of her being like, ah! talking in the background it's just slowly spinning upward yeah. it's so good and yeah. her her method like we mentioned earlier is just to be like all right we're gonna sit in a dark room and i'm gonna beam you with a flashlight yeah. and every time you say something that's not what we're going for we're gonna add it to the bad boy board <laughs> and you're not allowed to use that She's anymore like, i'm gonna feed you lines and those are the only thing you can say yeah. but i also have a mind for the romantic and not the familial which everyone on the <laughs> sidelines is like does this huh. uh, really fit with our objective? Because yeah. I don't think this makes any sense. And this they're like, eh, what we're going for. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, it is not fine, though, as no, it turns it out. No, it is not. He, it does not work. He sees Tamaki and Karimi, like, embracing one last time. And he's like, yeah. oh, man, I can do this. I'm a man. I can yeah, do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just beams himself in the head with the flashlight. Yes. Like, full force. And they're like, we've done it. He's cured. And then he goes over to Creamy and it's doing the campfire flashlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the light underneath the chin yeah. to make your features spooky. Just makes them even scarier and she <laughs> runs like, out. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, and he's like, it's hopeless. It's hopeless. It's hopeless. It will never work. Even though you just shined a light on yourself, so maybe that could have been a sign as like, we can keep going. Like, okay, I met, might have messed up with the flashlight, but maybe yeah. tomorrow we'll we'll raise the dimmer a little bit. Yeah, a little dimmy. Some candles. But no, that was it. That was his one chance and it's over, which it's means over. it'll never work now. It's especially over because she almost gets attacked by a cat. Yes, surprise. Later. This cat is the size of her. Yeah. Also, I want to point that out. Also... I was I, I I watched the whole episode without taking notes, and then I go skip through and make my notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That cat is foreshadowed. They do like shots of the outside area, and you just see his fat ass moving through Kitty. the brush. I I mean, like I love a big fat cat. Oh but yeah. Kitty me does not love a big fat cat. <laughs> she is actually, in fact, very scared of cats. Another thing that the Nekozawa family yeah. is known for worshiping cats. Yeah, and even better, <laughs> he may not be afraid of cats. He may be afraid of the light, but he is not afraid of jumping through a two-story glass oh, window. He literally breaks the... And it's, like, at first, I, I remember the first time I watched this, my mind writes it off as a, like, they did this for haha funny dramatic effect. Mm -hmm. But we then get a shot later, and, and the window is still broken. And I'm like, oh. With perfect comedic timing, we cut back to just everybody watching this dramatic rescue of this <laughs> this man rescuing his sister from a cat. Yeah. And we hear the sound effect of just, like, a little piece of glass on the side going, ting, ting. <laughs> Just falling down. It's like, okay, no, yeah, that's fine. That's Nobody okay. comments on it. They're all just Not. watching the drama. Kyoya's just writing down, like, yeah. I'll take that out of Haruhi's yeah. debt. Gonna have to sell another one of her used teacups. He's like, all right, Renge, I guess you're on the debt list now. Oh, no. Well, too bad. Yeah. She can probably pay it off. I mean, yeah. She'll be fine. Haruhi's pretty much the only one who's, like, judgment-proof in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, Big Bro swoops in, has his hero moment. He protects his sister from the big scary kitty cat. Mm. And we end on a note of like, he hasn't changed fully. He's still who he is. However, his sister now knows that he'll always come save her when yes. she's in trouble. And so we get a little shot of like, he sees her and he's wearing his cloak and he's like, oh. and so he walks away. But then, um, she walks up behind him and we hear this noise that my translation was like sound of cloak being grabbed but it kind of sounded like a plastic bag (laughs) (laughs) but we see that she's grabbed his cloak and she's looking up at him Mm. and we're like ooh, yeah we get little bits of narration that's like it it doesn't matter that he doesn't look like a prince because he'll always come rescue me and then we get the last shot of the portrait that she's been kind of like building her idea of him around. Yes. With Belzenef like crayon drawn yeah. onto it, which was super cute. I was uh, very emotional when I watched this episode. Aww. So I felt my eyes watering and I was like, yo, this one usually doesn't get me. What's going on? That's super cool. <laughs> but yeah, I felt I, it was it was very sweet. This is a very sweet episode. Yeah. Very, very like uh, you mentioned when we were uh, a little earlier about this is a return to like the host club mission yes that's right we we've kind of gone a couple episodes exploring other things and this is a return they even state it like mm-hmm. point blank they're like the second she walked in those club doors she was a patron of the host club and that means we're going to do our best to make her happy yes and so that was that's super sweet and then we get a nice wholesome i wrote down oh i'm crying <laughs> <laughs> very good but yeah, I, 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 it's interesting because this is an episode that sticks in my mind because, you know, it's the, the Black Magic member. I think it's a kind of memorable character. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are definitely some, some memorable characters in this episode, <laughs> but it's not necessarily one that I think of when I think of Oron, I guess. Like, mm. I, I think more of like, you know, the beach episode and like uh, Lobelia and yeah. like more things that we'll see down the road. But watching it again, it's it's such it has the wacky highs and it also has the like sweet emotional yeah. moments as well. So it's it's, it's a very tight arc. It, yeah, it, it, like it, it starts and finishes very quickly and it it's satisfying. Yeah, I think this is another thing. This is an episode that always feels longer to me, but it's just one episode. Like in my mm. mind, it feels like it's two because oh. I feel I'm like, how did they resolve it so quick? But you know. Also, it, <laughs> very funny. Uh, this this small child uh, needs bedtime stories, and they've uh. run out, and so they're reading her shoujo manga. And so she, my favorite thing in this whole episode is when she goes, "Yay! There's debauchery here, isn't there?" Yeah. Because <laughs> at first she asks debauchery, and they're all just shocked. And her, as soon as she gets the shocked response, she's like, "Well, that confirms it." And she's like, "Yay, debauchery!" It's so and cute. And then just like, what is this small child? She even says, this is a reverse hair. Yeah, she starts naming all the, it's like baby Renge. Yeah. She's like, oh, glasses boy. <laughs> oh, Stoic yeah. type. This is honestly the fastest roast we've had, I think. It's we, such a theme. Yeah. We've had a lot of roasts of each individual host club member, but this, she did not need to think. She was like, you're the glasses boy. Mm-hmm. You're twincest. You're the bookworm. <laughs> She's literally like, yeah, I'm six years old and I get it. <laughs> Y'all are basic. <laughs> yeah, this was, I think, the most accurate as well as the fastest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My favorite part also is that later, you know, she's like, oh, Tamaki brother. And we have this this clip of, of Haruhi and Kyoya looking on. And Kyoya just makes this comment that's like, I'm just concerned if Glass's character is above Big Brother. Yeah. <laughs> the scheme of 
He's like, I don't know how to rank this. He's like, I'm hoping that mine's the best, though. <laughs> I'm top tier. Top tier. <laughs> I love we even get the call back later when Haruhi, like, busts in and she's like, have you guys made any progress yet? Oh my god. I've been yeah. reading shoujo manga to this kid for three days. I also love Haruhi. They first talk about shoujo manga and Haruhi's like, is there debauchery and shoujo <laughs> i always thought it was nice and wholesome and then later on after she's read all that she's like yep. there is definitely debauchery it's very debauched how he's just been reading like sailor moon so she's like i thought it was just magical girl and you know and little <laughs> does she know yeah oh damn oh damn so we've dealt with uh, familial relationships on this show before we mm-hmm. had like the father who was looking for her daughter we've explored the twins stuff like that um but we've never explored sibling relationship in this way, in this, like, they are so different that they can't mm. even be in the same room, which was kind of interesting. Yeah, this th- this is such an interesting concept of, like, we are bringing together people as a club. Yeah. As opposed to, like, we are helping a relationship start or we are helping uh, people, like the twins, just be more comfortable. Yeah. This, this was such a, this was crossing a gap in That's a way true. that we haven't seen before. It, it kind of feels like in the past when we go on our host club, make someone happy adventure. It's almost as like, as if like there's something that needs to be got done and the emotional realizations like come along on the mm, outside. Yes. Like, oh, you know, uh, this, this small boy basically needs to tell this girl that he yeah. has a crush on her before she leaves. Aww. And so it's like, that's kind of like the thing they have to do. And then along the way, there's the understanding. But in this case, it's not really like a one and done, we have to do this thing. It's kind of like, we have to physically change him or her, it seems like. Yeah. Like, we have to bridge this gap between these two people. That seems kind of impossible. It, it, it's it's very interesting the way you phrase that i like and it's it reminds me of like thinking about it in terms of the hero's journey like yeah what uh hikaru and kaoru want is to mess with people <laughs> what they need is to let people in yeah what uh shorts boy yes wants is to, hero soma yeah what hero <laughs> soma basket. from fruits basket <laughs> wants is for the girl to want to keep in touch with him, what he needs is to, like, state his feelings yes. clearly. Yes. And in this case, it's, like, what the character wants and what the character needs are the same. It's a question of method, it feels like. Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, that's a that's a great way to put it. Because mm-hmm. the goal is the same. It's just he's kind of got the wrong idea about how to get... It, we actually see in the beginning he has the completely wrong idea because he's like, I'm just really hoping that my younger sister yeah. will love the darkness. Yeah. And there's like, they're like, you idiot, you're the older one. If anyone needs to, you know, figure it out, it should be you. Yes. But at the end of the day, we learn that neither of those approaches were the right one. He mm-hmm. just needed to show him that he cared about her in his own way. And exactly. that's what he does. You know, when she's in need, he comes and he helps her out. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if he wears a black wig and a, and a cloak all the time. Exactly. He saved her. It, it wasn't about like making the, the two incompatible people compatible yeah it was about like showing them that they are already like they wanted the same thing she wanted her yeah. older brother and he wanted to be there with her older yeah. sister and it was about finding out like what that means for them versus yeah. trying to make a child love the darkness or yeah. bringing a man with a sun allergy to the park you know <laughs> <laughs> so earlier 
we were talking and I was struggling to mm-hmm. think about this episode in terms of like what is the the takeaway because yeah. all these episodes have like this great sort of the message the message yeah and whether whether that's like what did we learn <laughs> yeah like what what are we supposed to take away yeah. and I, I was like I guess um, risk your life. <laughs> Say, like, risk your life for something that probably wasn't yeah. that dangerous, but, yeah. you know, you care so much. Yeah. Like, de- be be protective. And then I was struggling <laughs> with it, and you had well, you a much clearer articulation. I think it. this initially seems like a very specific scenario. Yes. This, like, older brother, younger sister who are literally... Like, they have opposing fears, yeah. so they can't interact very... because they also pertain to how much light is in the room. Yeah. It seems very specific, but I think uh, if you kind of... The best way that I kind of saw, like, zooming out and look at, at the bigger picture, um, there's... This is a common theme, I think, in uh, media in general, the idea of, like, wanting something or someone and thinking that you need to, like change to be that or you need to like show them that you can do something whatever it's a case of i want to interact with this person so i need to overcome my fear and be someone different and like basically redesign myself in order to do so yes but at the end of the day it wasn't about becoming what that person wants it was about showing them that Mm -hmm. you care about them Showing them more of yourself that you had it before and kind of hoping that they accept it or that they like it. And I mean, luckily for these two, you know, he showed her that he cares about her and that he wants to protect her. And she was like, oh, cool. That's what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> and so now we get to have this happy relationship. So I guess the takeaway is that it's not about changing yourself to fit somebody else's expectations. Mm-hmm. It's about you know, showing them more of yourself in hopes that they will accept you. And, I mean, honestly, if they don't, like, bro, get out of there. Yeah. No, it's kind of hard to, and it's your sibling, but, like, <laughs> way of the road. Emancipate, you know? bro. Emancipate, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, I feel like it makes sense that I couldn't really pick up on that theme. Yeah. Because I've, I've been such a people pleaser in the past. <laughs> and, you know, you, you get good at being like, oh, this is the kind of jokes that this person likes. This is the yeah. kind of things that they like. And wanting somebody to like want to be around you yeah it's easy to be like okay well i'm gonna get into these things yeah but i think that there's something very cool about like letting that go yeah. and like you were saying like just be yourself be yourself because there is value in that yeah. and this is also something that's usually framed romantically yeah so i mean yeah this is like siblings but you know yeah i, th- I think it was a really interesting choice to put this in the the sibling context. Yeah. I, I, I like it very much. It's just like, it's applicable in all situations. Just always be yourself. Be yourself. Be your cool Adam's family <laughs> self. Continue to wear your black wig. Yes. And your little bells and F. Just saunter around your house with your single candelabra. Yes, 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 yes. You know how it is. <laughs> so that message kind of plays like directly into, I guess, the big trope that we have this episode, mm. which is the, like, training to change. Yeah. That's a thing. The, like, oh, she loves a sports guy. I'm going to join the basketball <laughs> team. 
Or like, uh, you know, I don't know. She wants me to be more stylish, therefore we're gonna have like a makeover and yeah. I'm gonna learn about whatever. She's gonna leave the school for girls, so we all yeah. have to cross dress. <laughs> I mean, we technically had that when we had uh, the little hero episode mm. because, you know, he was like, how do I swoon? And so there was the trope of like, we're going mm. to teach you how to be a ladies man when exactly. that wasn't the issue at all. Yeah. Uh, but I guess this one was kind of more direct because they were literally being like, we're going to shine this light on you so you won't be allergic to the sun anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think like this, this trope of like training to better yourself, quote unquote, mm -hmm. is very interesting because I feel like I remember lots of situations where it's sort of problematic. Yeah. Where it's, it's usually framed as through hard work and determination, you overcome something that you've had no control over in order to win romantic love. <laughs> you know. And when you kind of look at it, you're like that, you're like, mm hmm. Maybe, maybe this is a bad idea. Maybe not cool. I mean, to be fair, it always kind of ends in them learning that they should have yes. been themselves yes. from the beginning. We all love it. We all love ourselves. You're yes. the only one who can be you. You're the only one who can be you. This episode also reminded me of something that I hadn't thought about in like a long time. Yeah. But we have one character who lives in the darkness, cannot be in the light, and one character who lives in the light, cannot be in the darkness. It mm. reminded me of something that I uh, heard of a long time ago. It was called Love Story of Sun and Moon. Ah. And it's just the idea that, like, there are these, this the literal sun and the literal moon, and they never see each other except for, like, at dusk and dawn, but they, oh. they love each other. They just can't be together. Yeah. And so I, I feel like another way to say that would be star-crossed lovers or something, but, like, this is a family. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's kind of that, like... The trope way would be like just polar opposites. Polar like opposites. two characters who are super different from each other and mm. they learn that they can get along or they learn <laughs> whatever it is. The odd couple. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a pyromaniac and she's a volunteer <laughs> firefighter. Yeah. Honey is small and Maury is tall. <laughs> <laughs> he's a twin and he's the other twin. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah. But yeah, I think this is this is a nice a nice warm episode. Very nice episode. Suspiciously few cabidons. Boy, did I you put my know, eggs in that basket. You did say cabidon, didn't you? And yeah. then we immediately got into an episode that was about bringing two siblings together, huh? I also guessed superhero, and I'm frustrated because I would have been closer if I had guessed vampire. <laughs> God. Oh man, you would have. <laughs> frustrating is there anyone in the marvel universe that is like uh, blade okay. <laughs> maybe dc i don't know we gotta span all the suit we gotta open up our, our... i would have been i would have been right if i guess vampire two episodes ago <laughs> because <laughs> dio was in it whoops <laughs> but oh, for this wow. time for next episode i yes. am guessing uh, the trope is going to be, it was all a dream. Oh, So we're just going to get like really good. wild, wacky out there stuff. Mm -hmm. It's going to start out like, oh no, I'm late for class. Uh -huh. And then it's going to be like, oh, there's the twins and one of them has clown hair and uh. your parents are there and there's a crab. Like, <laughs> Ooh, okay, question. I just want to ask if you would like to, to open your way. I mean, I think it, it was, it was always a dream. I think a, a common, mm. there's, there's the wild one. That's like the, oh, something wacky happening, and then it's like, I was asleep. But there's also the like, oh, you know, we have this episode, and it's like, what 
we've been trying to get happen happens, but then yes. we find out it didn't yes. actually happen. Got Ooh, I like that. I want it to be like the, there's a romantic confession, and then we wake up Ooh. and it's like it was a dream, but it was Haruhi's dream, and Ooh. she's like, "Huh, I never thought about it that way," you know. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a yeah. good one. We can we can have we can have both. It yeah. can be one or. Two. I'm allowed to do what I want. I can make <laughs> as many guesses. You can't you can't control me. And surprisingly, this is our podcast. <laughs> we get to pick. I'm just throwing a full drawer of forks at the dartboard. Technically, I guess if we wanted to, we could like go back and re-record. So you're always right, but we don't do that because that, we believe in honesty. That would be very funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so obvious too. You can like hear the cut. Yeah. And you, there's even like a part of us being like, "Okay, are you ready?" Okay, three, two. Yeah. So, Jaren, so what do you think is gonna happen? I think that Nekozawa <laughs> is going to have a sister who can't see him. <laughs> oh, good guess. Wow, that was oh, such a good guess. You're right. You're right. Every single time, Jaren is always right. Never fails. Well, I guess we'll see. Will we wake up from a dream, or will we actually cap it on in the next episode? <laughs> Who knows? I think you know. Yeah, you know what? I do know. I'm the only one who don't know. Kara knows, <laughs> but she's not gonna tell you. Mm, fair. Got him. I did get got. <laughs> All right, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, love you. Mwah, goodbye. Bye. Be careful of ghosts. Yeah, for real. Woo. <laughs> Boo.